Chapter 8 of Winky the Wily Woodchuck, Her Many Adventures. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Winky the Wily Woodchuck, Her Many Adventures by Richard Barham. Chapter 8, Winky's New Home. Just as soon as Winky felt the pain in her leg, a hard pinching and pulling, she knew what had happened just as well as if her mother had told her. I'm in a trap, cried the girl woodchuck, who was not as wily now as she ought to have been. I'm in a trap, oh dear, what shall I do? She had often heard her father and mother talk of animals being caught in traps. Some traps were of one kind and some of another. Winky was glad this was not a box trap shutting her away from the air and sunlight. She was glad it was not a bear trap with sharp teeth like those of a saw, for they would have cut her leg and caused it to bleed. This trap was just a common spring one with smooth jaws, and though it pinched Winky very much and held her so fast that she could not pull her leg loose, she was not cut. I must run away, thought poor Winky. I must run away and take this trap with me. Then, maybe, when I'm in a safe place, I can pull my leg out. Oh, how it pinches! I wish I had never tried to get the carrot. The little woodchuck no longer thought of the yellow carrot which was placed near the trap. She seemed to have got over her hunger because of the pain in her leg. Yes, I must run away and take this trap with me, thought Winky, but that was easier said than done. As Winky tried to walk away with the spring trap still fast to her leg, she was suddenly stopped with a jerk that gave her another pain. She almost fell down and she had to cry, ouch, of course in the way woodchucks say it. Then she looked and found there was a chain attached to the trap and the other end of the chain was fast to a big log. If Winky should walk away with the trap, she would also have to drag the log with her. And this was more than the little woodchuck girl could do. Oh dear, oh dear, thought poor Winky, lying down on the soft grass near the trap. This is dreadful. And indeed it was. It was worse than the blasting in the field which had closed the door holes of the burrow house. It was worse than Farmer Tuttle and his dog. It was worse than the big storm when the tree in which Winky was sleeping had been struck by lightning. Oh, what shall I do? sighed poor Winky. Well, there was little she could do. She again tried to pull her leg out of the trap, but it would not move, and the pain each time she tried made her chatter her teeth and whistle. Then she tried to pull the trap loose from the log to which it was chained, but she could not do that either. Oh, I shall have to stay here forever, thought poor Winky. I never can get loose. I shall never see Blinky nor Blunk again, nor my father and mother. Oh, dear. Winky looked at the carrot, which was the cause of all of her troubles. Even yet she did not feel hungry enough to nibble it, though just before she had stepped into the trap she had been very anxious for some vegetable. I must do something, thought Winky. I can't stay here forever. She was just going to tuck again at the trap and chain when, all of a sudden, she heard a noise. It was a whistling sound, almost like that which woodchucks make. For one happy moment, Winky thought it might be her father or mother coming to set her free. But a moment later, as the whistling became louder, Winky saw coming toward her a boy. It was the boy who was whistling. On he came, trilling a merry air. Well might he whistle. He was caught in no trap that pinched his leg. Suddenly the boy caught sight of Winky the wily woodchuck. Oh no, he cried, I've caught a groundhog, I've caught a woodchuck in my trap. My, but I'm lucky. Of course Winky could not understand what the boy said, but if she thought anything at all she must have thought that she was very unlucky. 
It's a nice fat woodchuck, too, exclaimed Larry Dawson, which was the boy's name. It isn't hurt either. I'm glad it's a smooth trap and not one with teeth. I said it to catch a skunk, but it caught a woodchuck instead. I guess she isn't hurt much. A woodchuck's fur isn't any good like a skunk's. But I'll take this groundhog home, and maybe I can tame her and teach her tricks. If Winky could have understood all the boy said, she would not have been so afraid of him, for Larry was a kind boy and gave no needless pain to animals. But the woodchuck did not understand, and when Larry came closer, intending to loose her from the trap, she crouched down, showed her sharp, biting teeth, and squealed and chattered. "'Oh, oh, you're going to be ugly, are you?' exclaimed the boy. "'Well, I can't blame you. It isn't any fun to be caught in a trap.' I wouldn't like it myself, and I'll take you out if you don't bite me. For Larry knew that woodchucks can bite very severely when they're caught and when they fear they are in danger. I'll go and get a bag to carry you in, said Larry, still speaking aloud as though Winky could understand him. I'll get a bag and then take you home. My sister Alice will like you. We'll teach you tricks after we tame you. Wait there while I go for a bag. There really wasn't any need of telling Winky to wait there. She couldn't get loose. And of course she remained until Larry came back. He had gone to his father's barn and gotten a strong bag in which feed came for the horses. Dropping this bag over Winky, who was now more frightened than ever, Larry reached in from the outside, the strong bag keeping Winky from biting, though she tried to do this and soon the boy had loosened the spring and taken the trap off the woodchuck's leg. Oh, how good it feels not to be pinched anymore, thought Winky. Oh, how good it feels. And she curled up in the bottom of the bag as Larry slung it over his shoulders and closed her eyes, for she felt so much better than she had in the trap. I wonder what is going to happen to me, thought Winky. She was going to have more adventures, though she did not know it just then. Across the fields went Larry, carrying the wily woodchuck in the bag over his shoulder. Winky did not mind the bouncing, for the pain in her leg where the trap had pinched her was growing less now. "'Oh, Larry, what have you got?' cried his sister Alice as he reached the house. "'A woodchuck,' the boy answered. "'She was in my skunk trap.' "'Is she dead?' asked Alice. "'No, she's very much alive,' replied Larry. "'Don't go near the bag, or she may bite you. "'We'll tame her, and she'll do tricks for us. "'Get me a piece of cord, Alice, and I'll tie this bag up.' Then the woodchuck can't get out until I build a pen for her. Oh, are you going to do that? asked Alice. Yes, I'll make a strong pen so she can't get out. You'll help me, won't you? After she's been in the pen for a while and we feed her every day, she'll get used to us and grow tame. Then we can teach her some tricks. Oh, that will be fun, cried Alice. The cord which Alice brought was tied around the neck of the bag so the woodchuck could not get out, though she tried to do this as soon as Larry set the bag down on the ground. Oh, we have you safe, exclaimed the boy as he saw the form of the groundhog scurrying about inside the bag. But we'll soon give you a better place than that to live in. Come on, Alice, we'll make a woodchuck pen. The brother and sister hammered away, nailing boards together, and soon the pen was finished. Larry took the bag, loosed the string, and held the open end of the bag over the pen. Out toppled Winky her eyes blinking on account of being so suddenly thrust into the bright sunlight from the darkness of the bag. The first thing Winky did after tumbling from the bag was to stand very still, crouching on the ground. Then she looked about for a way of escape. In one corner of the pen she saw a square black hole. Maybe that's a burrow door, thought Winky. If I can run down that I'll be safe. She waddled over to the square black hole and went through it. 
but she only found herself inside a small box with no way out. Oh, she went into her bedroom, laughed Alice, clapping her hands. I guess she's sleepy. I guess she thought she could get out that way, said Larry, but she can't. That inside box is for her to sleep in, but she can't get out that way. And to Winky's sorrow, she could not. She was fast in a pen which was to be her new home. The woodchuck remained inside the inner box for a little while, seeking some hole through which she might crawl. But when she saw none, she came out into the open pen again. The pen Larry and Alice had made, which was to be Winky's new home, was really a large box set on the ground. It had a bottom to it and four sides, but no top. In place of the box cover, Larry had put on some strong chicken wire. Winky could not push her way up through this wire, nor could she bite it, though she had very strong teeth for gnawing bark and nibbling clover. In one corner of the larger box, Larry and Alice had set a smaller box with wooden sides and a wooden top. There was a square hole for a door in this smaller box, and this was Winky's bedroom. You're safe here now, little woodchuck, said Larry. I'm going to feed you and then teach you tricks when you get tame. Maybe she wants a drink of water, suggested Alice. Yes, I guess she does, said Larry. I'll get some for her. When a basin of water was set down inside the pen, the woodchuck was so thirsty that she began to drink at once. The boy and girl laughed to see her drink. She's getting tame already, said Alice. Well, sort of beginning, agreed Larry. Now I'll get her something to eat. But I guess I'd better bait that trap with something besides carrot if I want to catch a skunk. I guess skunks don't like carrots, for none has come near the trap since I said it. Larry was right. Skunks are not carrot-eating animals, though they may take a nibble now and then if they're very hungry. The children had started to get something for Winky to eat when, all at once, there came a noise which was a dreadful sound to the groundhog. It was the barking of a dog. End of chapter 8